Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bermanology on LettermanRow.com. I am your host, Jeremy Birmingham. With me today is one of Ohio State's top 2021 targets, offensive line prospect J.C. Latham, the IMG Academy, originally from Wisconsin. Thanks for joining me today, J.C. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, I just uh, got exams coming up, studying a little bit more. Have you had any sort of struggle with being uh, as dedicated as you want to school with all of this attention and notoriety that's come from recruiting and all the travel and all that stuff? How, how are you balancing that as a 17-year-old? Uh, we got a lot of, like, coaches around us to make sure we got all our work done. So, like, on the road, we have a coach with us who will come with us to make sure if we need any help, um, we can get it done then. Uh, we have tutoring every single night and on the weekends also. Um, our coaches do like a daily checkup. So like if your grade drops down to a D or an F like that day, or um, um, if you're at unexcused absent that day, your coach will get notified of it and he'll be right on it. So, you know, like I think throughout the year, we've had like 90 to a uh, 95 to 98 uh, proficiency on like, make sure all our work's in on time and making sure um, no late penalties on it. So. Now, you're a top 100 prospect <laughs> across in the 247 composite rankings, somewhere in the 75 to 80 range. You're a player that made your first visit to Ohio State as a defensive line visit back in uh, March. Yes, sir. And then this summer, things kind of changed, and you started to be considered and looked at by a lot of schools, including the Buckeyes, uh, as an offensive lineman. How has that transition been for you to, I mean, to go from – playing, you know, hand in the ground and, and moving forward to standing up and trying to move backwards? Um, the process was a lot smoother than I thought it'd be because my coach, the day um, the transition happened, he told me, don't really worry about um, all this, this and that and worry about the transition. Just worry about a kick set. So he made sure, like, day one, my kick set was good. So like, he's trying to make sure my kick set just got better and better. Once I got that, we just slowly progressed throughout the season on what I needed to get better at. And, you know, here I am at the end of the year, one of the uh, best left tackles. So as we go into every practice, we make sure I have something I want to work on so um, I can get to work on it. Did it surprise you that you picked it up so quickly? I mean, obviously, you're you're one of – you're obviously a premier athlete. That's why you're down at IMG. You knew that you had an opportunity to be heavily recruited and, and the guy that people around the country were interested in. But that's still a big transition, especially for a young guy like yourself. Did, did anything about that change catch you off guard or did you were you expecting to be this good at it this quickly? Uh, I didn't really expect it until he started telling me like what type of coach he was because um, he started he started talking about like his past and who he coached like he used to coach uh, Trent Williams uh, uh, Ty, Taylor or Tyler Lewine. Um yeah he'd be on the phone with uh, Joe one of the Hall of Fame left tackles Joe for Thomas. the Ravens oh oh gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be on the phone with them all the time. So, like, he, like, he's coached a lot of top athletes into college and into the league who are not also the best athletes in the league. So, when I heard about that, I'm like, all right, well, he knows what he's doing, so I might as well just buy into it and uh, try to get better because, you know, that's what we're here for. And, obviously, at Letterman Row, we cover Ohio State, so a lot of the, the questions are going to be geared in that direction. But did you uh, notice a, a, an uptick in the amount of conversation and interest from Ohio State when you made that change? Because, I mean, as a defensive lineman, um, maybe your athleticism and size might seem, I don't know, standard, I guess, but, uh, as an offensive tackle, it's that sort of, uh, mobility and footwork is, is rare. 
Yeah, um, the coaches stopped because after like the first game, because I switched over, I think a week or two before the first game, and after the first game, my coach told me like he had so many phone calls from all all coaches around the uh, country, like Ohio State, Alabama, like LSU, all of them. Like after the first game, about like uh, how I was doing and all that type of stuff. So I noticed like the immediate change right after that. But then um, as soon as um, as soon as I think it's September first or August, but I can't remember. September one. Yeah. When, when, yeah, when they can legally allowed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all the Ohio State coaches texted me. Like, made one of them just texted me while we're on the phone right now. Like, they always check in on me, make sure how I'm, or ask me how I'm doing, make sure I'm doing good, all that type of stuff. I, I know you made your second visit to Ohio State at the end of November for the Penn State game. Is that relationship, I mean, far and away better or different than relationships you have with other coaching staffs, or are there other staffs that are equally as involved with you? Or what makes the relationship and um, interest from Ohio State, I guess, seem to stand out to you and your family right now? Uh, it stands out to me and my family because, like, not only do they make sure I'm good, like, he'll also like call my dad, stepmom up, and actually my mom too, and then the coaches and players around me to ask about me too. So, like. They want to know how I'm doing in all aspects of life. And then also, like, you know, they just, like, they don't talk. Like, when I get to most coaches, they'll talk about, oh, you can be a game changer here. You can win a national championship here. Or you can be one of the best players on our field. But they actually, when I was talking to them after the game, they were talking to me about how I could uh, benefit off the field from here. Because a lot of people from Ohio State make it to the NFL. But a lot of them also have um, a good career outside of football. So he was trying to make sure, like, he was telling me, uh, as soon as you retire or, you know, say if you unfortunately get injured, um, you'll have a good, stable career here because our business school is phenomenal. We're just talking about a lot of the key things that they have that a lot of other colleges don't have when it comes outside of football that can help me succeed. Has it been Greg Studrara mainly driving that that relationship or are there other coaches that are handling it uh, more on the day-to-day? Um, Coach Dale talked to me on like a day to day, but it'll be Coach Stud who's like talking to me constantly, like, calling me on it. That stuff. Now, uh, there's there's this sort of uh, over the last couple of years, there's been these like mixed reviews, I guess, from Buckeyes fans about about Coach Stud because they weren't sure uh, what he was doing on the recruiting trail. I, I, the development stuff was obviously there. The Buckeyes have won a handful of uh, Remington awards and all you know five uh, Big Ten Big Ten offensive or Big Ten all Big Ten linemen. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, it's a lot easier to say, I guess, in my brain. What did you see out of Coach Stud and uh, not just as a person, but as a coach? Because obviously that's important too. You're you're talking about all the development you're getting down at IMG as far as playing the offensive line. When you're at a place like Ohio State, are you watching what he's doing on the sideline? Are you paying close attention to that aspect of, of how he develops his players? Yeah, no, I was making sure, like, because I wanted to see, because my coach always tells me, like, no matter where I've been, they'd always tell me, like, a true athlete, like, knows how to handle adversity. And especially here, they'd always tell us every game is going to be, there's going to be some form of adversity and it's going to uh, either make or break you. So you got to be able to overcome it. And I want to see how, because um, in that Penn State game, it wasn't a blowout as I thought it would be. It was actually a, like, kind of a close game throughout, all to, to like, third quarter, I would say. But, um, yeah, and I was noticing how, like, when things weren't going their way or, you know, things were kind of up in the air, you know, quarterback pressure and all that stuff, you see, like, no one would get their head down, no one would point at anyone else. And I noticed how, like, they just rally together and get even more close and um, come and finish it up. As far as the relationships go, and you're talking about the offensive line, which the cohesion of the offensive line is one of the most important things of football. During that visit, you spent a lot of time there with Ben Christman, with – 
uh, Jagger Burton with Tristan Lee, um, you know, with uh, Rocco Spindler. Like, how how did that weekend in Columbus? Do you feel like it changed your recruitment in a way because you started to get to know Donovan Jackson and all these other guys? Like, was there conversation that started that weekend that hadn't been there before as far as building a class or building a line or, or just, you know, having extra guys in your peer group to talk to? Oh, I know, like, because I flew in, because that was the, I think, first day of my Thanksgiving break. So I flew into um, Akron. Oh, no, I think it was Columbus on Friday. And then throughout the weekend, it was a lot going on because I was trying to make sure I had all my stuff and all that stuff because uh, I had this drive to Wisconsin still. So I was really with my family, um, talking to my family a lot. But like for the players in my class, um, we all have our little group chat on Twitter. Um, like all the players who've been offered from Ohio State for our class and all the potential commits in our class and the actual commits in our class. And, um, you know, we just steady talk about like a lot of stuff, you know, like who's going on the games or how y'all doing all that type of stuff. And then I got a, another group chat with just like the old linemen who have potential to uh, commit to Ohio State also just see what their thoughts are about um, the school in general. Who's the better recruiter, Ben Chrisman or Jack Sawyer? Um, Jack, I'd probably say Jack because the uh, first day down there, I met him right off the back. You know, we just started talking all the time. And, um, yeah, you know, we were just talking about the back. He was telling me how much he loved the school and how, like, because he said it was like his dream school. So he was telling me how much he loved it, what was the benefits of it, all that stuff. So I wanted to um, get a feel of it and see how it was for myself and see how it was when um, – because that's his hometown. So, like, they can visit his games a lot easier than they can visit mine. Right. So I wanted to wait until they were actually able to talk to me and see how they treat me and see um, all the love and type stuff that Jack was talking about if they were going to do the same way with me. And, you know, I mean, they've held up, they've up that uh, standard. Really. Your home state school, despite the fact that you're down at IMG, is the Wisconsin Badgers. How hard is it to watch a Big Ten championship game, watch Ohio State and Wisconsin? Like, do you have ties and loyalty still to the Badgers? Are you, um, you know, one of those guys that grew up there and and bled? What, what's their red color? Just red? Is it just red? I mean, yeah, it's just like red and white. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Everyone, you know, everyone has their 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 shade. But, I mean, do you have like a, an affection for Wisconsin? Is Is it a matter of saying – I'm always going to go to the right spot for me, or is there a family pull to go back home? How does that play into your decision eventually? Um, so I was like, really, I was born in Meridian, Mississippi, and then um, I moved to Wisconsin in third grade. So like, I never was like growing up all the way in um, to the Wisconsin Badgers. So when our first season started coming, I think I think it was after my first game, they invited me up to um, the watch. I think them versus Northwestern. I think my freshman year. So, um, yeah, and I really, I really love the vibe. It was like a great atmosphere and all. But then um, I was talking to my coach about it, and he was like, yeah, they're an excellent school. You know, they got, like, as, as Ohio State goes, they got all the pieces when it comes to O-line, really. Right. So then um, but then he was like, how's your relationship? And I was shocked because after um, the day they legally talked to me, no one was really hitting me up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm not going to, like, I don't want to say waste my time, but I'm not going to give a school attention. Because like, I'm not trying to be like boastful or anything, but with like 26 offers, you got like a lot of schools right. to talk to, really. So you want to narrow it down when you commit. So I'm not going to give my school attention when there's another school out there who wants me. Love, who, love those who love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I got a lot of hate from uh, people from Wisconsin about it, like a lot of a lot of threats, all that type of stuff, you know, a lot of just bad stuff, a few racial slurs, all that really about me not putting them in my top 10 and all. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just really about the relationship because all the other aspects were there. It was just, no coaches really ever hit me up about it or no coaches really um, 
called me or anything. Well, uh, first of all, let me say I'm sorry that you had to deal with that because that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah, where where are you now? I mean, you, you made a visit to Ohio State at the end of November. Then the next week you went to Michigan. Um, you know, there there's people who are are looking at that Ohio State potential recruiting class of 2021 and especially the offensive line group and saying, wow, this this could be something really special if player A, B, and C all decide to make a decision sometime soon. What is your timeline? What do you want this to be over with? What are you still looking for uh, um, on visits to Columbus or anywhere else? What, what do you still need to see? Uh, there's a few schools I want to get out to. I want to try to visit a few Florida schools. Um, LSU, I plan on visiting way back. I think it was going to be two or three weeks before my Ohio State visit, but the plane, like, it actually took off, and then um, the airport in LSU it actually had a blackout, wow. so the airplane actually just turned around and took us back. So I, I visited that against um, Auburn when LSU played Auburn. It had to get canceled because I wasn't able to fly in because of the other airport. So um, I never got to visit LSU. So I want to try to visit them because the coaches talk to me a lot, and they've been out here a few times. So I want to see how their atmosphere is and how their um, coaching style is and all. Um, also, probably I'll probably visit, I think, I think that'll be it. And I want to make my decision sometime in the springtime. Are you looking at, you know, three official visits, five official visits, one official visit if it's the right one? Like, I mean, is, is there a checklist still that you're operating off of? And, um, you know, it, what is the biggest remaining piece of the puzzle for you? Um, it's really just like the relationships, like I said, how they treat me and my family, um, their offense and the coaching styles of how, um, how um, like, how I would benefit in that type of scheme. And then um, the atmosphere that I'll be in, because that'll be my next home for the next three years, kind of like an IMG. So um, how that'll be for <coughs> my next three years. And then um, that'll probably be it. I'll probably make my decision sometime. A couple more quickies before I'll let you get out of here. But how important has the IMG Academy been for you in helping prepare yourself for the next level? Because when you're talking about the tutors and all the travel and all, I mean, you're working and operating basically on a college schedule now. Do you think that you are one of those players now because of that who, after your senior year, is going to be way more prepared than other guys who haven't had that experience? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I was just talking to my teammate, uh, George Jackson. Like, he was telling me, like, IMG really helps you grow up on your own because you're going to be here by yourself. You might, you're going to have a roommate, but, like, you're, gonna, you're not going to be with your family like that. Um, and you're going to be held accountable because there's 20, 30, 40 other guys who want to be on the field just as bad as you do. And if you do something uh, irresponsible, you gotta hold, they got to hold you accountable for it. And, you know, that's going to take away for your um, field time. And they also want to, like, they hold you to a standard of, like, excellence right. in the classroom as well. So, like, like things that you used to do at your old school that, oh, you were, like, the top dog or whatever at your old school that you can get away with there, you can't get away with here because, you know, it's just it's not the same. man. It's like a college um, atmosphere, really. So, I mean, it's like it, it kind of forces you to mature. Either you mature you won't stay here for long. Absolutely. A couple quick hitters. Favorite pizza topping? Oh, favorite pizza. Uh, sausage. Favorite pregame song that you have to listen to every every time before a game? Pregame song. I, it always changes. I say probably uh, right about Nobby, Ride the Wave by Lil Pete. Why Your jersey number, why do you wear it? Um, it was 75 because I wanted to be 55 because um, that's my first number that I ever played with back with my brother. And his favorite number is five, so like I want to do fifty-five because you know it makes me mind about him. 
But uh, it got changed to 75 just because of um, it was like a late switch. So like we had like two weeks, told me I need to pick a number, and they said 75 would be a good fit for you. So I just said 75. I didn't want to make any um, extra noise. Out of it. But next year I'll be 55, though. What does JC stand for? Oh, I can't say that. Oh, I wow. can't say that. Not just yet. All right, all right. And last yeah. one, what team do you use when you play on Madden? Saints, all the way. All right. Look, man, I appreciate you taking some time. Uh, this has been uh, Bermanology on Letterman Row. That's J.C. Latham. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. Thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time, folks.